Grandma. I'll Boners. Push, I'll push the buttons at my own rate. I push Not my real dad. That's what your grandma said. The way that I like. Oh, shit. Leave the, the grandmas out of this. Yeah, man. Some things are sacred. <laughs> All right. We're going to make a cat joke. Like Lucio's grandma's like, ass. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I five. Oh. All right. Well, this I is... I won't lie. I crossed myself. Welcome, everyone, to the Enemy Slime Podcast. Your number one source for finding out things about Lucio's grandma's ass. And, yep. uh, you know... I mean, you don't have to be on the podcast to find that out. All that other stuff. Yeah, you just you just flip to any channel on the TV above, like, 30, right? Telemundo, baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I am your usual host, Jared, and I'm joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Yeah, I'm here. Mr. Doug Wilson. That is me. Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, very good evening to you, everybody. And Lucio Lorenzino. So. And, uh, hi, we're here. There's not a whole lot going on <laughs> this week. Um, because, Are we done? Yeah, I guess that's probably it. Hi, everybody. Uh, good night. So, we found out, uh, let's, why don't we start with the PlayStation VR? How's that sound? Okay. Doesn't that sound fine? Um, so, uh, what do we... Sounds as fine as Lucio's grandma. What do we know about PlayStation VR? Does anybody have any concrete information on it, aside from now the price? Apparently, it's a thing that's coming out. And it's VR. So it's coming out in October. Uh, Can I watch porn on it? And uh, let's see. I'm, I'm still just kind of catching up a little bit. I assume you can. Um, it's not going to include the motion controllers. So uh, they're able to kind of cut the price back a little bit that way. Uh, they've got it priced at $400 out the gate, which is uh, way cheaper than anybody else. Uh, I think the Vive was, what, 800 when it went up for pre-order? And uh, the Oculus was the Oculus Six, I want to say. Yeah, it was six. So I mean, they're undercutting everybody. But if we take a step back and kind of look at this and think about this, the Oculus—if you look at the specs for the PC that they recommend to use it—it's real, real beefy. So I wonder if the PlayStation VR is going to be able to run the same types of games that the Oculus will be able to. Yeah, three sixty p. Because the 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 <laughs> Oculus recommended system is like that's probably like six PlayStation fours. <laughs> like I find it very unlikely that it's uh, it's going to be uh, even close there. So uh, you know, I, this isn't something I normally care about, but I was thinking about this today, and I have a lot more faith in a bunch of outsider companies making a gaming system that I want to play anymore at this point. Like like outsider companies, you mean companies beyond uh, companies that don't make gaming systems normally? Oh, oh, I see. Wait, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean you would trust them? Like I thought, like the anything, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought if anything, they proved they were worse at it. I don't know. I'm so I, I look at I look at my Xbox One and I just feel bad. Like just generally like a sense of malaise. <laughs> okay, so like at first I thought I at first I thought I misheard you, but I but I did hear you correctly, which is that. Uh, you were saying that you would trust an outside company to make a console? I'm ready for them to give it a shot because how how much worse could they do? Because it's kind of that's kind of who Microsoft is, right? Like they right exactly when they showed up with the Xbox, it was like, oh, okay, like you already have PC, guys. Why are you making this? Everybody was already super skeptical about it, and uh, they they just earned a lot of goodwill with the 360, and now here we are. Yep. We got too mainstream, bro. With the poor so, Xbox Ones. No, no, no. They, so the Vive is going to be great, and then the Viver is going to be crap. I love how uh, the way that Xbox is run now, too, what blows my mind about it is how once a week we get, like, an announcement or something that everyone misinterprets because they leave them, like, very deliberately vague. So, like, a couple weeks ago, they were saying that it might be they were looking into ways to upgrade the Xbox One hardware. And so everybody posts, and they're like, a modular Xbox One hardware upgrade? Like, And they're like, where will it plug in? And they're trying to find like a hole on the Xbox One where maybe they could plug in some kind of memory upgrade or something like that. And then like a day later, Phil Spencer comes out, and he's like, no, that no one was ever saying that. Like, We weren't trying to say that. You're just going to buy another Xbox. And then the week, uh, or I think it was today, maybe it was today or yesterday, uh, they made another announcement saying that they were uh, open to exploring uh, cross-platform gameplay. And I'm seeing tons of posts on my Facebook feed that are like, finally, I can play with my PlayStation friends. And it's like, <laughs> it's like no, one, no one said that. No one said that. That's, That's not what they mean by cross-platform. Cross-platform is just 
fancy spin marketing. If anything, you're going to play with your PC friends and you're going to get headshotted all the time. Yeah. Because, because they have because mice. Did this years ago. And, and you're, um, you're going to be found a, fucked. They found a latency difference between the PC and the Xbox fucking killed the console players. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way that you can keep up in, <laughs> in most games. Uh, because we're talking like a fighting game or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Then then there's, there's maybe some advantage, but for the most part, I mean, you're you're probably in some trouble. But yeah, I've read uh, I've read so many posts on on the social media. They're like, oh, at last I can play with my PlayStation, as though it's like out now and ready to go. And yeah, uh, no, that's another thing, right? No, it's well, it's I, not. I, I think when this was announced, Lucio had like the best theory on it, um, sort of as to what Microsoft is trying to accomplish with this. To make uh, the ecosystem, the closed ecosystem. Oh, well, just, just kind of part of uh, yeah. uh, UFW uh, or yeah. UWP or what are the... Yeah, UWP, I think that's what it is. Or just like... What, what I want them to do is just abandon doing consoles altogether, focus on the PC, and keep making awesome controllers for it. And that's kind of all I want from Microsoft. Well, yeah, I'd be pleased with that. I mean, the controller is a tall order anyway, sort of... Um, like how the Xbox One controller was just for uh, the Windows 10 for a little while, and mm-hmm. only just now is backwards compatible. Like there, I don't know. There, who knows? No one knows what Microsoft is doing, uh, and no one may ever know. If they'd like to give me a fifteen dollar rebate on my Xbox One, I, I think I'd probably be willing to make amends. Yeah, you'd be okay with that. Yep. Wait, well, only fifteen dollars? Well, I have to. I have to value it fairly. I mean, at this point, that's what, like the trade-in rate, probably? <laughs> Take that into GameStop and be like, oh, sorry, sir, there's a scratch right here. You're going to have to get $10 instead. They won't even give you money, they'll give you store credit. Yeah, that's I, yeah. sorry. Only if you're a member of the GameStop Edge Club. Better get in on that while you can. Anyway. Call it up rewards, huh? So, I hate you, Xbox One. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's called. It was called the Edge Club when I joined, but now I think people in an Edge Club are different. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, so, yeah, anyway, I, I don't know. Um, there's, uh, let's see here. There's, Sony promises that 50 games were released between October and the year's end that would support the VR program, uh, and they would include Rig's Mechanized Combat League, that's done. Uh, okay. Oh, good. Sony, ah, um, Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed tie-in Eagle Flight. Nope. What is that? Wait, what? E- what the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, it sounds awful. It sounds like a flight simulator with like fucking birds. Oh, uh, you know what? You guys totally reminded me what game I was supposed to talk about on the podcast, and I forget completely forgot because it's that unimportant. What? I was going to talk about Assassin's Creed Russia. Oh yeah, that's okay. I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does do new stuff. Did you? It pl- gives you superpowers. I didn't even know that you played it, which is kind of rare for you in a game. Normally, uh, I know nothing but. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't even. I don't even remember you talking about it. For people who don't know, because this is kind of an inside joke, we have a chat, and Jay kind of puts play by play what he's doing with the games in the chat. I tried to do it once, and I gave up because I couldn't get through the game. Like, <laughs> which game was it? Uh, I don't even remember what game was I doing it on. I was like, um, Power Ranger Simulator. Oh yeah, Chroma Squad. I was trying to like talk about Chroma Squad as much as I could, and I just can't, I don't know how you do it. I can't do it. He actually had I to mean, go to the hospital. You know, he was so exhausted. <laughs> if, <laughs> I, if I if I did, if I didn't do it, then how would Michael know all those tips and tricks about Bloodborne? No, that's true. You pretty much <laughs> gave Michael like a, a hard level knowledge of Bloodborne. So I mean, hey, it's great. Uh, here it's gonna be. Uh, a villager with a torch hiding behind these boxes. <laughs> All right, we can come back and revisit. Oh, you mean in old Yarnum? We can come back and revisit Assassin's Creed Russia for the five minutes it takes to talk about it. Uh, the other games for the PlayStation VR: are Eve Valkyrie, Res Infinite, and Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. Oh, That's... that one I heard about, and I don't know what that is either. Uh, it sounds scary. I guess. I guess all of these were announced at the PlayStation it, Experience is it event. When Dingoes. Uh, yeah, it's it's the Wendigo game. It's one of the women's period. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. PlayStation VR Worlds, the Playroom VR, and the just announced Star Wars Battlefront. Um, just announced? Yeah, I don't. Is that like a different Star Wars? I don't know. Is it a different. I game? know what announced another Star Wars. What is going on here? Why where, don't where, I know? Where, where's the one where I get to um, be a 
uh, a, 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 a tutor to a, a guitarist girl, whatever. What's that one? Yeah, right. Where's the uh, schoolgirl molestation simulator? What is this? School of Rock? No, no. There's a uh, there's a game where you get to um, where you get to tutor a, a girl, like summer lessons or something. What? That sounds like that's kind of not a VR appropriate piece. Well, it is a VR piece. It was one of the first VR pieces tech demos. Yeah, it was actually one of the tech demos. Oh, how great! What a great way <laughs> some, to use. Some guy like molest. Well, dude, you can molest. Hey, them. you, can you can don't. You don't. Creepily stare at them. Yeah, you, you stare at them a little. I make him. I make him really uncomfortable. You teach yeah, them about sex against it. their will. <laughs> like you show them a PowerPoint that makes them uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah something like that. Something sure. Like that. That's how Doug does it. Doug, how do I get my salt back in this game? You have to kill what killed you or kill a bat if you, like, fell to your death. Okay. Well, can you drink a Gatorade? <laughs> Should we? That'll also work. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe that's a natural you segue. You go into Street Fighter and you lose a match. And you get salty. Maybe that's a natural segue to talk about this game. Doug, what, what is this? Uh, you've been playing uh, Salt and Sanctuary. When did that come out? Did it come out this week? Not Tuesday. Okay, so so pretty new. Yeah. Um, how, is it free on PSN? Like, how did you get it? Uh, no, I've, I just I heard about it because I occasionally will check Dark Souls, like, Reddits. And, <laughs> and uh, they're like, hey, maybe play this while you're waiting another month for the game. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. So it wasn't too expensive. It was like yeah. 16 bucks. Oh, okay. Are you happy? 18, 18 bucks. But let me, let me ask this. I have a real quick I'm question. I'm very happy. Oh. Did your Dark Souls Reddit Good. ever recommend Secrets of Grindia? Uh, no, they have not. No. Maybe Doug could get some karma by recommending that one. <laughs> you should play that game. It's great. Uh, so, so tell me, is it living up to the promise or is it maybe not so much? It'll do. It'll do. So what, <laughs> how is it? How is it? It looks like it's 2D. Is that right? Yeah, it's 2D. 2D. I mean, it, like it, it's basically like Dark Souls. I mean, not 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 nearly as good, but they've they've just stolen the basic Dark Souls formula and put it in a game think, with terrible graphics. You got to playing it down because it's pretty much exactly Dark Souls. I don't understand. Like it has what two I, currencies. So what, that's different. So what is it? Is the combat similar? Like uh... I, just everything. Like like when usually when someone says something like that, I think they're being a little hyperbolic, and I I decide to go ahead and try it for myself. Um, and it's Dark Souls. Like like I, I don't know I don't know how else to describe it. There's even you block. You you have your I mean, I mean you have your heavy attack, light attack. Okay. Um, there's even there's... like. Like even outside your first sanctuary, there's a note that you get that says, um, "Yeah, you know, there's no Dark Souls like." There is no online co-op. I, that's that was gonna be my next question. There is course. actually, but there is there's co-op, but it's not online. No, it's what? not. Wait, how does that work? I don't you understand. have to have someone like on the same network or right next to you, but apparently no co- online co-op. Wait, that's, so somebody hold two, on. two people playing on the same screen? I think so. How do you? I, do I'm, that? I'm very I'm very confused because I I I just saw. A little guy run past me, and I assume that was another player. It is, so but like, I think it, it works like in Dark Souls, where they're like the the shadow of a player almost. Uh, that's, that's so really there are another players in the same area as you. Like I, I, I know you need an idol to play co op. You do. All right. So uh, I, I don't have PSN now, so that won't. So be so Doug, do you play anything that is in Dark Souls anymore? Uh, no. Did you play Slashy Souls? Ah, uh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not playing that bullshit. Are you going to play Iter? Um, I'll give. I'll, I'll see about it. If it's sixteen dollars like this, maybe. How about How about Neil? Uh, again, sixteen dollars. <laughs> Wait, what? So it, it, it has to be both Dark Souls and sixteen dollars for you to play it. Uh, I'll pay full price for Dark Souls and sixteen dollars for Dark Souls clones, and I would rather get shot in the face than play Lords of the Fallen again. I was gonna say, that. <laughs> how much did you pay for Lords of the Fallen? Oh, I remember Iter. This game looks cool. Iter does look pretty cool, actually. What's this coming out? Uh, that's not uh, release date. What, what I, I, what pretty, I thought I thought Neo looks pretty cool too, but then I've learned it was being made by Team Ninja, and I got much less enthusiastic about it. Oh, cool! This is from our favorite publisher. How good the books are going to you, man? All right, well. So that's that. That's spelled N I O H. If you want to look it up. N I O H. I've never heard of this Nihau. one. Nihao. Nihao. Oh, oh, Neo. Oh. Oh, Neo. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh very. Yo, very good. <laughs> very good. Very nice. <laughs> Chef Gal special. Very good, Dark Souls. <laughs> very Dark Souls. Many Souls. <laughs> many Souls, many Dark. Uh, oh, man. This is like. This looks like. There's going to be another one for the record. This is like an Onimusha game. Yeah, it looks like Onimusha crossed with Dark Souls. Have we already so had why. this? I feel like we've had this conversation, actually, probably. In the chat. We had it in the chat. Okay. We didn't have it on the podcast. All right, yeah, because this looks a lot like. Uh, Onimusha. I love how is it just that is it just that like the Japanese are a self-hating culture where <laughs> like this this guy is white as fuck. He is white as fuck, isn't he? And like, apparently it's it's based on some real legend of like a white dude um, who's born um, over in yeah, Japan. Commodore Perry. Samurai. Oh, the Last Samurai. Yeah, it's basically the plot of the Last Samurai. Um, gotcha. But I think this was supposed to be a real dude. Now this well, is this is what always bugs me out. I remember. Way back in, in the day when um, everyone actually liked Assassin's Creed, they were talking about how they wanted to do um, something set in Japan. And like their Japanese uh, business partners or whatever told them, look, don't do Japanese history. That's like our thing. And then you look at a game like Neo or I don't know, um, what was that Pokemon game about Nobunaga? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> I forgot they did that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, because this is so respectful of Japanese history. Well, the, the, so there's precious. a there's a series of porn games, strategy porn games about unifying Japan. Look, uh, man, Japanese board games. Mm-hmm. When a white I mean, man no, porn, sets porn, two of your cities on no fire question. from the sky, you know you kind of like, come to you a beer. You play this guy trying to uh, to unify Japan, and then you rape like the princesses of the kingdoms and shit. Um, <laughs> what is that? I, what is that game? That Pokemon Samurai game or whatever. Oh, Pokemon Conquest. That was the name. Oh, Pokemon Conquest. So, you know, it's not like they respect their their history a lot. Holy shit, that came out on the original DS. I had no idea this was that old. I felt like this was a mistake from, like, two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) A mistake. But apparently it's a mistake from much longer ago. Well, we we have a lot we have a lot more Pokemon mistakes coming out too. Actually, let's see. It scored a scored a nine out of ten from IGN. So that's what like a. Oh like no, he's probably awful. So that's like a five. So I got a five. <laughs> I, I want to. I'm going to try this game out, and I'll do it in a completely legitimate way. Um, Pokemon Conquest. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to try Pokemon Conquest. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you should because I'm. What? What game were we talking about originally? I don't know. What is this podcast again? Oh, the Enemy Slime <laughs> podcast, episode number one hundred. Hey, we're, we're still talking about video games. Just no, actually, we're talking about the guy from the Matrix. Topic. This is more video games than ever before. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just offended that Michael has been so quiet for this conversation. Yeah, Michael, why haven't you talked about Pokemon Conquest or how Japan hates themselves? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you do know about Japan hating themselves. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? If I dress like that, I'd hate myself too. <laughs> Uh, upcoming historical action role playing. I don't think there's anything historical about this. Um, about Pokemon Conquest? No, about Neo. Sorry, we're <laughs> skipping around so much. I mean, because like, I mean, Pokemon Conquest. I have on, on good authority that Nobunaga had a mean Charizard. Hmm. It's also Vir- a nickel metal hydride battery. Virtuous King. Yeah, hmm. I don't know about this. I'm very. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. What's a what's a nickel whatever battery? I don't know. It's just an, it's just abbreviated Neo. <laughs> okay. Uh, I could also um, see the article on nickel th- two hydroxide, which apparently is also Neo. What nickel? All right, so so who is who is Neo about? Like what what who is this guy? Who's this white looking? Uh, William based. Oh, it's, it's uh, Gerald. Loosely based on William Adams, right. uh, who was an English navigator who in 1600 was the first of his nation to reach Japan. Uh, one, oh. of, one of a few survivors of the only Dutch East India Company ship to reach Japan and a five ship. Oh, this sounds just like the guy I'm seeing on the screen. <laughs> and one, yeah. of the, one of the very few Western samurai. I actually think this might be the last samurai. So I, I do want to give a little bit of context because this guy in the video, um, he's going around and he's like awakening old samurai souls and killing them. And fighting, like, giant Oni demons and shit. I mean, he looks like Geralt in the fucking video game. And right. In this picture, he just looks like a like a sad pilgrim. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't feel like... Uh, I don't feel All like... Right, so, right. so, so, Doug, you're not touching this game unless it's 16 bucks. Yep. 
So I, I, let's, let's jump back to Salt and Sanctuary. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be 16 bucks. Which is, would you, Eider won't be. Eider uh, will probably be 20, I think. Um, yeah, Eider I will be good. And Neo, um, Neo looks like they're probably going to go for a full $60. I'd be, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust Team Ninja that much, but I'd be willing to give Neo a shot. I think it looks really fucking stupid. So, I mean, uh, oh, you didn't like Onimusha? No, not really. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, Why not? it's okay. You know, Team Ninja is all right at gameplay, and since apparently they're not trying to do a Metroid game, we should be fine. I imagine, think... the, imagine how good the tit physics of the demos are gonna be. Alright, so, so, so who did like Onimusha? I, I, I liked it. I only played the first one, but yeah, it was it was cool. It's okay. My problems with Onimusha are more related to how it plays than anything else because I came to it kind of late, and so like I think it's still um, the first one still has like tank controls and yeah. If you if you're playing it after the it's a it's a nightmare. If you're playing after Resident Evil Four was released, then you are gonna have a bad time. But beyond yeah. that, it's mostly just kind of the aesthetic thing. I really am sick of like the uh, historical Japanese demon. Uh, thing you hate Japs, it's okay. Like, uh, I, 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 this, is, man. this is like exactly this is like second to cavemen. I would no, say this no is second to cavemen. Uh, yeah, no cavemen and no. I, I, I think that ancient Japan or, or like historical Japan would be very interesting. Uh, like, uh, like something that's ground in reality, like, like a uh, a Kenshin, like a Kenshin like game or something. Um, a Kenshin game. Well, not, Kenshin, all that grounded my reality. The, really. Samurai, Samurai X is Kenshin's not, but uh, so wait, wait, Jared. What if it's historic Japan and it's <laughs> Japanese cavemen? <laughs> I was gonna say like Samurai X and Kenshin are not really the same thing. And, 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 no, I'm just saying that. Uh, I'm just saying that if you if you watch the OVAs, I can't believe I'm using I, these I terms. Have but uh, nothing nothing happens in Samurai X that's like. You know, there's no demons that appear. There's no magic. There's just guys with swords, and they're poking each other with them. The uh, Yakuza series had a Japanese-only spinoff that took place in, like, Samurai Japan. It was pretty good. Unfortunately, it was never translated into English, so I guess you're, you're fucked. I just don't know why we have to go back here. So and I have you, Michael. I have to see, like, a weird guy who's on fire and has horns that are made of fire. Like, is your history just so disinteresting that we can't show it any <laughs> other way? <laughs> I, I, why, I mean, you if you play a cowboy game, like a very sizable chunk of them are just cowboys shooting guns at each other. They don't. To be fair, to be fair, Jared, like when you live in your own country, your own history is boring. Like I didn't appreciate Argentinian history until I moved away. Sure, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I think American history is just as boring. But uh, exactly. Oh, oh it, I, I thought so too, and then I started watching Turn. That is some bad no, 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 no. All right, first off, that the history of our country no. has never been boring, you dickbags. It's all boring. It's, it's as boring. it's as boring as Japan. They're all boring. Everything everything go, go, go. is boring. No, I, we're I too, the, we're I too the, cool right to way. find I wanna, things interesting. No, it is interesting. What do you think is so fucking interesting, Jared? What do I think is interesting? Yeah. Nothing? Not caveman. Nothing. I don't Jared, like cavemen. Jared's very, Jared, very disconnected from anything. You used to like pirates, and then you like left that ship. No, I still. And, I mean, I still and, like pirates, but nobody wants to make anything good with pirates. So what's the I matter? Mean, I, I Jared, Jared is like cool steel the hedgehog. I don't Jared's think like, Jared is like cool steel the hedgehog. Is you know he doesn't like being nice and things, and he likes being depressed and being mean to his dad. Okay, so maybe maybe here's my question. Here's a question. I Jay likes pirates. And he likes pirates so much that he would play something that was garbage because it had pirates in it. My he question is, does anybody else have a thing like that? Do you have something that you like so much that you'll play the worst one? Like, Doug's pretty close with Dark Souls, it feels like. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I have to remind you, Jared, that I own a copy that I finished three times of Fallout Brotherhood. Right, okay. So Fallout for you. Anything for you, Michael? Uh, I'll play some pretty bad ancient Roman games. Okay. If they're, uh, if they're, what, what did I play? Like Rise. Nice. Uh, you, Rise. you guys shit on Rise, but it, I mean, it, you it you shit on be... Rise. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I didn't. I said it was. I said no, it was, he was perfectly actually, fine. And... He was actually no, pretty complimentary of it. Tore it apart. No, I think his review's like a four. Uh, I think four, it's a three, really? but it was still. I well, mean, even I so, him being like massively disappointed. 
No, it's so, probably still the best game I've played on the fucking Xbox One. I, <laughs> and I probably mean, the only game you've played. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> so, so, okay, we all, we all, we all have one. What about yours, Jared? I. That's the thing is, I don't, I don't know that I do. Nothing's really coming to mind. Like, I, I don't, I don't like demons. How about Firewatch? No, see, Firewatch. If they make a oh, Firewatch what, two, what like, about, I'm out. What about, what about survival games? No, there's only one good one. I tried I tried a bunch of other ones and they're not as good as the first one. So like what, what other ones did you try? Uh I tried Hurt World, I tried Ark. Uh what else? You wanted me there? to get you wanted me to get Hurt World for a time. I tried under uh what's it what's it called? Under um or uh Undead. So it's it's like a free zombie one. It, it sucks ass. I can't I can't think of the name of it. Jason would know what it is. Um Oh, Unturned. It's called Unturned. Oh, I remember that one. That one yeah. sucks. Uh, none of them that are... didn't look very good. None of them are as good as uh, Rust. Like, we don't need to play anything else. We have Rust. So, it, it doesn't matter. I, I guess I would probably play... It's not really, like, a, a genre or a thing, but, like, I'll play anything Naughty Dog makes. I don't care um, what it is. I would have played uh, the, the Uncharted kart racing game. If about, Naughty Dog made poop in my soup, would you buy it? Yeah, I would have. What about Actually, the, the, the Jack the... Racing game was pretty good. I was going to ask, did you play the Daxter game for PSP? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, but but I would. Like, I'm I'm not seeking it out. But you know, if someone put it in front of me, okay, I'll try that. I'm not I'm not huge into Jack and Daxter though. Like, I don't really. Ah, uh, they're all right. Really I really right. liked it. He kinda, he kinda... Jack two and Jack three are pretty fucking awesome. No, yeah, they are. They're good. They're all right. they're good games, but like, Jack just looks so fucking I... stupid. They're better is there anything, than is there anything that excites you anymore? He's just a stupid looking guy. Jared's um, too hipster to be excited. Is there anything excited. that excites you at all? I, I told him, man. He's just you to be excited. Yeah, Uncharted four. That's exciting. That's all right. About I'm looking through our site right now, and none of this excites me. So uh, talking about. Rust. You've been real depressed. There, there were developments this weekend <laughs> that were very fun to watch in the chat, and I wanna, I wanna hear it from. So the the reason why I have so little to talk about this week is because when I should have been playing games to review, I just did what I wanted to instead, and uh, <laughs> and played a bunch of Rust. Um, normally, when I play games, I I feel so guilty if I'm playing something that isn't like something that we can cover on the site. And, oh, and so I very rarely do it. So, you know, like we already reviewed uh, Punch Club and I have a copy of it and I'll probably never play it because it's already up on the site. And like, what's the point? And I'd feel bad. Um, but but man, I don't know what happened, but somehow I launched Rust and then another person launched Rust and now we're playing Rust. And here it was we the are. magic of teamwork. Uh, and it, it's a very social game. It doesn't work if you're playing it by yourself, I don't think. Um you you can have like an okay time, but in the grand scheme of things, you're probably going to get fucked up pretty hard. And um, so so uh, I got it, or you know, I started playing it again, and uh, uh, Michael jumped on, and uh, I, I Jay. It seemed like maybe Jay might want to join us too, so we went ahead and uh, uh, got Jay a copy and had him come in. And um, one of my other friends, I, I think I have three other people that we're playing with at this point. Um. And it's a game where if you don't have a, a mic and you're not listening to people talk, I think it's very difficult to like get started um, and especially difficult to like work in a team and figure out what people are like working towards and what we're doing and stuff like that. And uh, there's a lot of systems in it that are still really cumbersome, uh, particularly systems based around locks and keys. Uh, they can be really confusing. And if you have someone sitting there on a chat explaining them to you, it's no big deal. But to figure them out kind of by yourself can be a little tricky. Anyway, uh, we we brought Jay into our game, but I don't think he has a microphone for his computer. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Nope, I don't. But so you can't, you couldn't join our Skype call. And so like there's our, the limits of what we can explain via like chat or like motions in the game are kind of low. And so I think we kind of left you behind a little bit. And uh, at one point, I know that you were indeed locked inside our house and couldn't <laughs> get out. Um, but then at another point, uh, you, you shouldn't have been locked in anymore. But I think we just didn't explain to you how to not be locked in. Anyway, uh, so, so you popped on and off a couple times. And the last thing that I heard 
Jay said something to the effect of like, "I'm done." Like, so I'm... so before this, we is, go, this is the after before we go after. before we go on, you guys have made an entire fort. Okay, like, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like this wasn't a house. Like you had like no, yeah. So your structure on the in the game. Well, so this is mm-hmm. like this is this was our third house, I think, because um, we made one that was okay, and then we made another one, and I put a sign up on it, and I called it Fort Tough Boys, because we were the tough boys who lived there. And uh, and then by the time we fi- but by the time Jay showed up, we were on our third house because we'd gotten like just completely owned that many times. <laughs> and because that's what happens every time is is it, Rust is really just like waiting for someone to find you and kill you, pretty much. Like, uh, and, but the third one we hid just well enough that uh, the nobody found us for a while. And um, anyway, we uh, we have this whole thing where where I thought Jay was gone, and so I just started using his body like a chest because we didn't have a lot of storage in there. Um, so when you log out in Rust, you, you're not gone. Your body just lays down on the ground. And you can mess around with it if you want. So we we took off all of his clothes and we dressed him up in like a wolf hat. And uh, did you do blood stuff? No, but he was wearing like a vest, but no pants. And we, we had to put the stuff somewhere. We made him look like as good as we could. And then I started just kind of using him. Like I, a, I, I looked a lot better before they started fucking around with my body. Then I started just kind of using him like a chest. <laughs> so if I needed to store items, I'd just come Ooh. in and keep them on Jay. Is that a hate crime? Uh, I don't think so. It felt okay. You tell at the time. us. You tell us. And yes. uh, things were going pretty good. And then the next thing I hear, um, I hear two things. I hear one that Michael has decided to chop Jay up into pieces and then <laughs> and then cook and eat him. And then so. and then two, I think the other guy that we were playing with, I actually don't think it was Jay. I think the other guy we were playing with uh, fucked up a little bit and left some of the locks unlocked in the house or doors open. Which is a huge no-no. Like you have to close right. every and I, and door. Was blamed on me, but go ahead. But it was it was indeed blamed on Jay, mm-hmm. and uh, it it may not have actually been Jay, and uh, we may have put up a sign that said no Jay. <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind, <laughs> it was worse than that. Keep in mind, keep in mind that this entire time I still don't know how to get out the doors. <laughs> I still don't. I don't. I still don't know anything. So there's no way I could have left those locks open. But go ahead. Okay, so Jay took a two-day nap, so I thought he was dead. Like, I just, I just thought he was a corpse sitting in our living room just holding stuff. So I thought, like, well, why don't we clean up around here? And I chopped him into pieces. Much to my chagrin, he was still alive. So, Jay, I'm sorry that I thought you were dead and chopped you into pieces and ate you. We did eat Jay. Um, we've eaten lots of people, so don't take it personally. Um, if I can get a sleeping bag set up and I, and my character's like in dire need of food, sometimes I'll kill myself and eat my body. <laughs> it's not that weird. It's a normal thing that people do. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, the, and then I still don't, this escalates somehow from here. <laughs> I, that's quite, this escalates a lot because this is, this is what happened first. Michael says he killed me, and, and then he says he thought I was already dead. So I log in to see. I log in to see, and the game tells me that Michael killed me. It says, you know, it says specifically that it was him. And I tell Again, him, I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> so what I do is I basically just move to another room in their fort, because uh, that's all I know to do. I take, I take some wood, and I build some walls, and I build another door with a lock on it, and I uh, go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> the next thing I know... Their other roommate kills me and destroys my sleeping bag, which means I can't respawn in the fort. Um, and the I, hell? Basically, I basically spawn across the map in Rust, like 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 clear across the map wherever we first very first started out. Um, so you know, at this point, at, at this point, I'm like, you know, fuck these guys. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and figure out how to get my revenge. So I, 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 I cheat and I use a, um, a JavaScript that projects the map on the server that we're on so I can find my way back. I use this map and I use the lighthouse that's on the map to scout the area. And I start slowly making my way back and I create a series of safe houses um, and other respawn points across the map so that no matter what they do to, to reset my progress, I can just like bounce back and be right back at it. So I set up all these little safe houses around the map as I work my way back to the desert where they live. Um, 
and just on the other side of the mountain that they live in, I build I build like a secret base inside a rock uh, as a staging area. So my plan is to get back to the fort and basically booby trap everything that they have. Um, you know, I have a ton of mines on me. I have a ton of bear traps on me. I have a ton of wood spikes on me, all that kind of stuff. And my plan is just to basically booby trap the entire house. I get back there and um, I, I, I hear some chopping. So I figure one of them is online. Um, and I, I, I sneak around the house. I sneak around to kind of the the high end of the, ma- of the house. Like they're nestled right in the mountain. So I get to the highest point on the house and I do some spying. And there's this dude there who's already just like chop, chop, chopping away at their front door. Um, and it's clear that this guy has been at it for a very long time because he's just there. Um, so what I do is before I get to my trapping is I, I pull out my bow and arrow and I shoot this guy. And frankly, I think it's one of them. So I'm hoping that it's Michael or, or, or someone else that I'm shooting at. The guy you? runs away. Uh, the, guy, the guy runs away. I, I begin to booby trap the house. Um, you know, I'm sure this guy probably set up some of my trap because he comes back uh, in the middle of my booby trapping. He comes back and he starts shooting at me. And now he's like, before he was, he was naked and had like a red cap on, but he's come back with a ton of football armor and a crossbow and all that. Um, so he shoots me, he takes my stuff, and I guess he goes back to kind of sieging the fort. Um, and it tells me that you were killed by Red Scarf or whatever. So I go ahead, I wait, I wait, I wait until this guy makes some significant progress, and then I go ahead and I report it to Jared and the others in the chat. I'm like, hey, there's some guy <laughs> breaking into your house, but I wanted to wait to tell you this. Um, and then Jared assumes me and this other guy are in collusion with well, one another. Well, because I, I log in, I log in, and I, I run I run over there with a shotgun, and um, I, I sneak around the back door, and I get inside, and he turns around and sees me, but he doesn't do anything for some reason. And so I, sh- <laughs> and so I shoot him in the face, and he has enough armor on that he survives the shot, and he runs away. Um, but then, like, a few minutes later, I hear him asking where you are in the in the world chat and i'm like hmm why would they be looking for each other um, well that's why we're trying to kill each other very suspicious <laughs> and uh i i don't want to destroy your victory here but by the time all of this happened we had already gotten paranoid and moved all of our stuff across the map <laughs> so he did eventually get in but i don't think there was anything in there uh except just like um, well, well, I came back because this is this is what happened afterwards. I was planning to give you guys the weekend or whatever, um, and I was gonna get back to it. But I logged back in, and basically, someone had deconstructed my entire house around me, the one that I had hidden in the rocks, mm-hmm. and and left me left my body out in the wilderness. So they didn't kill me, but they were very determined to destroy all my shit. That would be Red Scarf. He he doesn't normally you kill whoever's sleeping in the house, but he doesn't. He just like takes everything and leaves <laughs> the bodies there so that you would just wake up in an empty house. Yeah. We so we've got a suspicion that he took us down through uh disingenuous means. Yeah, I I think he was hacking. Um cuz he our second base that we built has like tons of walls and a bunch of fake areas and a bunch of stuff, and he goes through the only two that you could have gone through to get to us. And then, and then see, this is that's the weird thing to me too, because there are so many, there are so many abandoned buildings on this map, and he always happens to just show up in the right. ones that have people. Mm-hmm. Right, just happens to find you and get right to your to your stuff. I'm pretty sure that he's got like some kind of wall hack or something running, yeah. and, and I think other people have felt this way too. Because when I started playing on that server, there were maybe like twelve people on it, and now there's zero. I never there's see. Red Scarf. I never see anybody on that server. The red scarf, you're an asshole. Yeah, we yeah. actually. It, it is I really funny. did bone your mom. We left him a sign that said uh, "fuck you, red scarf" or something. <laughs> I think it says "red scarf likes dick." So he broke in and got to see that. So I have to say, I, I, I've been watching all this from like my from the chat, and it was all very entertaining. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's what like that's I say, this it was game like, does. It was like a, like the best like soap opera I watched in a long time. I'll tell you, I'll I'll try and say, tell the like shortest, most condensed version of this that I can. But on the server that we moved to, um, there's uh, there were some we 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 stole someone's furnace basically. Like like somebody <laughs> somebody obviously had gotten raided and just left their house there, and they had a giant furnace outside. So we just started using it. And one day while we're using it, somebody runs over to it and just takes everything out of it and then runs away. Um, 
prick. And so uh, uh, my wife, actually, who's playing with us, she winds up tracking them down and goes over to their base and just like she just stands outside their base and like hits the walls with rocks and just kind of just kind of runs around the exterior and and kind of talks to him on voice chat and riles him up a little bit and anyway they they wind up uh they wind up following her uh and coming back to our base and they lay like a little pseudo siege they get up on the cliffs with uh sniper rifles and and just shoot in our windows anytime we walk by them um <laughs> And they never, they never killed us. Uh, they, they're really shitty shots. I don't know what their deal is, but all of them are really bad shots. And uh, finally, one of them comes over and he knocks on our front door and he gets on voice chat outside and he says, "Hey, I want you to take all your guns and all your, all your sulfur, which is what you use to make gunpowder to make C4, which is kind of like your, your end all building breaker." Um, and he's like, "I want you to put all that in the, in a box outside." And uh, and he's like, if you don't do that, he's like, we have 29 C4 in our house. And if you don't do this, we're going to come uh, back here tonight after you log off and we're going to break in and, and take all your stuff. And um, so I just got on voice chat and I was like, go ahead. <laughs> do it. That's fine. And uh, he's like, OK, see you tonight. And uh, so my plan, we, we know that on Thursday the server is going to wipe. So my plan immediately shifts to let's make this building as annoying as we can to break into and then, <laughs> and then take all of our stuff and drop it out of the chest so it despawns so they break in and get nothing. And so we spent like the, almost the whole night making signs, just like taunting signs that say like, oh, I hope nobody goes in this room. And then when you go in it, there's nothing. Um we looked There's at, a pretty excellent portrait of me banging his mom. Too. Yeah, Michael drew a picture of him banging someone's mom. Um, I, oh, that's great. I looked him Thank up you. and I saw they were all from... The, their Steam profiles are kind of public and tied to like really open Facebooks. And I saw that they're all from Canada. So I, I put a bunch of signs up to say, fuck Canada and uh, <laughs> Trump 2016. Um, and uh, my favorite signs are on the outside. Uh, I put one up that says 29C4. So scary. <laughs> and, um, I, also, I also made a room uh, called the treasure room, which has just a ton of wood boxes in it. But you can't like walk past them because they block the way. So you, you have to break them to get to the, to get to the end. And uh, my hope was that they'd, they'd get to the end. Anyway, long story short, we're, I'm, I'm satisfied with my work. I'm just about to log off. And this guy gets on chat and he's like, hey, does anybody want a, a C4 blueprint? And uh, blueprints stay with you even after the server wipes. So I'm like, yeah, that, absolutely. And so I walk all the way out to where he is. He's super far away. And I get there and I tell him uh, kind of what's going on. I'm like, hey, you know, this, this really helps me out. I was like, if you come back to my house, you can have whatever's in it. Like, we're just going to despawn it all anyway. So just come back and I'll give you everything I've got. And he's like, okay. And so he gets there with us and he looks at the amount of gunpowder we have and he's like, oh, this is enough to make like 10 rockets uh, for a rocket launcher. And uh, he's like, who are these guys again? And I tell him where they are and stuff. And he's like, well, let's just go fuck them up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And so, he, and so he makes a rocket launcher and we go over to their base and they're offline. None of them seem to be there. And we break down one of their walls, and then we break down. They they had like an exterior wall that we broke, and then and then we broke into the inside, and uh, we stole all the shit, <laughs> and uh, basically just did to them what they threatened to do to us. Uh, Fantastic. And uh, we left their wall open, and I guess other people have come and just taken everything else. So like, there were a few doors that we couldn't get in, but eventually, just other like scavengers showed up and broke down those doors. And uh, now those guys have nothing and uh, are gone now. So, <laughs> Well, I moved back into the attic before Tough Boys, so I'm sleeping there now. Is that where you are now? <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed that it's still standing. Um, <laughs> that, whole, that whole house is like a grand accident. You can basically see all the ways that we were learning to build stuff still. Because <laughs> old, old Rust was very simple. Everything was just a square and that was it. But New Rust has a lot more building options and a, a lot of really kind of weird stuff that goes along with it. I built a wall. But, they, uh, they, it, it, thanks to my booby trap, it was actually harder to get back into Fort Tough Boys than it was to leave. Are you the one that put <laughs> the spikes down outside? Yes. Oh, I thought that was... Uh, I actually thought that was... Um, 
uh, red scarf because I was like, that's actually a really smart idea because <laughs> it, it, it was because when, when he's inside trying to break down our interior walls, when I came up to sneak up on him, I couldn't sneak up on him because I stepped on the spikes and he could hear it. That and was I'm, all part of my grand siege that Red Scarf fucked up. And I'm like, oh shit, this guy's a genius. I thought this was like the most clever way I'd ever seen to break into a house, but now I just learned it was you trying to be a dick. <laughs> so it's not a genius anymore. It's a dick move. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's. Hey, it was a, it was a very elaborate revenge. It was going to be enough for me just to. Yeah, Jay was like planning to like do like a multifaceted like. <laughs> revenge scheme that took. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was, it was multi-scaled, and, and Red Scarf just kind of. Up my flow, kind of ruined so, all of it. Pretty I'm, much, I finished with the first face of my of my revenge, and I'm like, first face. Oh yeah, it was a multi-tiered plan. There's like, you yeah, know, no, no, no. He, the safe houses. You are serious about this revenge. <laughs> it was basically like becoming the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's the Rust experience in a nutshell. And uh, if you if anybody out there wants to come play with us. Uh, the server we're on is wiping on Thursday, so tomorrow, uh, by the time this goes live. So, uh, you know, come come join us, and we can uh, kill you in your sleep and eat you. It's <laughs> Seattle Vanilla Rust, by the way. Yeah, that's the server name. Or something like that. Something like that. Just join our uh, join our Steam group, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you in there. And, uh, yeah, it's a good game. It makes It makes stories. That's the way I see it. Um, but yeah, we, it was it was just really funny to me that we went from like just resigning to giving up completely to literally breaking into their house and taking all of their stuff. <laughs> that was pretty good. And again, Jay, I'm sorry I ate you. Well, I think this shows us how misunderstandings can lead to wars. Right? Yeah, you, you made that comment while we were having like the argument about it. And uh, I was like, man, that's actually really insightful because it's <laughs> pretty much... <laughs> This is pretty much what's going on. Is everyone's just like a little wrong, and <laughs> that caused a big problem. It was me when I was like, you were like, this is nothing like a soap opera. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is exactly a soap opera. <laughs> Must understanding that goes too far. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. It worked out nicely. <laughs> but no reparations. Sorry. No, no. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's how things went there. Um, you mentioned Jay that the division reviews are out. Oh, yeah, and they're very melodramatic, I'm noticing. How, I haven't read any of them. How's it going? Oh, um, you know, I, 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 I think in terms of, like, just breaking down the revision in terms of its mechanics and all that kind of stuff, I think it's pretty fair, but a lot of the reviews really reach to find problems with the game sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not a game with versus, no problems. Let's put it that. For, well, 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 first, there's a, a little kind of division-related drama that, happened this first week because massive was really really quick to nerf the game so you have this thing called the dark zone which is kind of your pvp area and it's very high risk high reward right you go into the dark zone um you kill some super tough enemies you get some loot you have to extract that loot in order to keep it like you don't keep it just because you get it um and this this is supposed to inspire other players to attack you but what's happening in the division is that they nerfed like a lot of the drops that occur in the dark zone and at the end of the game, you have to farm for something called uh, Phoenix Currency, Phoenix Credits, um, which will help you buy the game's best blueprints and therefore make the game's best weapons. And you used to be able to get something like, I, I think, 5 to 10 Phoenix Credits per boss kill um, in the Dark Zone or in like your Deadly Heroics, but now you only get something like 1 to 3. Oh wow! And you have to keep in mind, yeah, you have to keep in mind these blueprints cost generally between something like eighty and one hundred and fifty credits. So the amount of farming that you have to do is like insane in order to get these things. Um, and there's been a lot of griping with player base. There's been a lot of saying, well, you know, you create this massive gulf now between the high level players that already have their Phoenix gear and between all the rest of us, and from the impossible to grind all that kind of stuff. And it's um, it's disappointed a lot of people. It's disappointed me because there's a, a huge amount of punishment. For playing in the dark zone, if you if you unload on another player, uh, a bounty is put out for you, and if someone kills you with your bounty, you lose like massive amounts of experience points and credits and all that kind of stuff, and it's just not worth it. I, I found it's more worth it just like the main game and ignore the dark zone entirely. So that's got a lot of people riled up, and I think you know the dark zone is what really drew me and Lucio in the beta. Um, you know, it was like a lot of fun. Um, it was very, very tense, and this just totally took all the tension out of it because no one wants to kill anyone else. 
Um, hmm. You know, it's it's just safer to, to kind of do your thing and get your credit to me. So, so I mean, it can't stay like that forever. So the reason why I wanted to get the the game was because of the Dark Zone, and after reading like all of Jay's stuff, I was like, I don't really want it anymore. It's just another PvP area now. And you know, I think I think it's I I, I still think it's um it's got some nice style to it. Like I think I think this New York City is really well fleshed out. I think it's the best New York City I've seen in a video game. Um, I think in terms of reimagining the ARPG format to take place in like modern day contemporary city. I think they did a great job, but you do have to remember that these mechanics are still very much just an ARPG. You're still just going into dungeons, you're still just fighting bosses, and there's really nothing different from um, anything else you're playing. There's nothing different from uh, Grim Dawn or, or Salt and Pepper or whatever it's called. Um, it, it's just the same old Salt shit. And what? Salt and Pepper? Salt and Sanctuary. <laughs> oh, okay. Salt oh, the, and pepper. The band, salt, salt and pepper. What a man! What a man! I don't know. I don't think that's what we're about. Didn't uh, they come PLC. to Utah recently? Ah, probably. I don't know. Why wouldn't they? Maybe salt and pepper's only wrapped at Norman's fine sake. I was gonna say that it's probably old-fashioned enough that they're they have some sort of like retro fondness of it. Oh yeah, I think salt and pepper doesn't come on stage until one. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> It's not that, that's the way that I'd do it. Um, I wanted to ask, how would you compare the Dark Zone to like the Crucible in Destiny? Uh, um, do, you, do you think someone's doing it better, or do you think neither of them really nailed it? I don't know that either of them really nailed it. Like, I and I think I think the Dark Zone is just another typical PvP zone now, um, and it's a PvP zone that discourages PvP. You know, it's like it's that's not fun. The only people who can really risk PvP in the game. Um, are groups of four and are the higher level players who already have all their shit. And so you know who's going to gank you and you know who is it. You know that like if someone else is level 15 or whatever and they're so low, you know that you're 100% safe from them. Mm-hmm. If you see a group of four level 30 players capping extraction zone, you're like, oh, they're no doubt here to kill people. Um, and the spawns are as such, I feel like in the beta, Lucio and I were able to get some like really nice gear. Um, yeah, with it. For level comparatively, and I feel like now, you know, I'll do a Dark Zone run, and I'll get a fucking scarf and like a slouchy and some walking boots, and like I'm I'm doing hours of fighting just to get some cosmetic items, um, and then I have to try and extract it, and some player will want go ahead and want, um, you know, they're not going to want to kill me for that. They're not going to want to kill me and go, oh wow, I killed this guy, and now I get a wool hat, hooray, that was worth the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's just not it's just not fun. It's it's just not you know it's a, it's a PVP zone that that discourages the PVP. Um, but as for the reviews, I, I I think we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about how uh, there are reviews trying to misconstrue it as racism and all this kind of stuff, and and they're getting really melodramatic now that they're releasing today. So one review tried to compare it to um, you know the division is like a group of fascists while the people that you're fighting are just, like, the working class who are trying to make it and survive their way. Um, but I think the worst comparison I saw was they were saying the Division was really quick to steal the imagery of 9-11. And the comparison was uh, due to some of the memorials that you see in the Division. Mm-hmm. But also they say that, you know, remember the game takes place around Christmas. They say the snowfall because the ash of Twin Towers going down. Um, oh yeah, okay. So so this, this is um this is polyamory and fallout again, right? It's polyamory right. and fallout all over again. Hey, we well, made It doesn't snow in New York, right? Yeah, that's true. Ever. I actually didn't think about that. It's never snowed there. I mean, I think the Mavon Tartan boss was a little telling, but everything else seems imagined. <laughs> um it's it's definitely it, 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 you know, I, I feel like we talked about this before, um, even with just kind of designing enemy slime, the website, talk about how we weren't going to go into it, but this one just really feels like they're grasping at straws. Like, you, you can't find anything patently, patently racist about it or sexist about it or whatever, so you have to start inventing outrage. Um, I mean, if I was going to make a super thing about the division being racist, I would ask, why the dark zone? Why does it have to be dark, bro? <laughs> What's wrong with being a dark zone, man? Why can't it be the white zone? Exactly. Yeah, hey, I never thought about that. Why is the Uh, zone dark, bro? Why are there chicken shops in New York City? That's racist. 
Why is it the, the brown zone or the yellow zone? How come everybody in Chinatown has squinty eyes? <laughs> I bet everybody in Chinatown, not Neo. Hey, none of these people are demons. What's the What's deal, the with, deal that? with airline peanuts? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I I just think this like manufactured outrage is a little. Um, I don't I don't know what you call it. it, it ridiculous, silly. Um, and I bet they got lots of clicks. Uh, I I don't know. It, it's, got Jay's clicks. <laughs> um, I, I think compared to snow. Now the thing you have to remember about the memorials in the game is that even if you were to make that comparison, uh, New Yorkers construct memorials all the time. Like I can go outside now and find a memorial to a dog if I wanted to. A little candle on the street corner. Or oh, poor Puchins, he died in a car accident two days ago. You got the memorial to the Spin City show in Central Park? Yeah. We all love that. (laughs) Commemorating Spin City. Wait, the the Michael J. Fox sitcom? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what what he's on about. Um, I am very impressed with New York. Because New York does span like about a quarter of the island, I would say. It starts around Chelsea, goes all the way across to Kips Bay, and goes all the way north to... um, uh, Columbus Circle, um, you know, and if you look at that on a map, it's a very impressive chunk of the city. Like you have a full quarter of the city kind of going on, uh, or of Manhattan Island, I should say, not the city, but Manhattan Island, and it, that's really impressive. And I think we know I what you meant. Things, I think things, things. That's why things like the memorials feel genuine, right? It doesn't feel like it's some made-up manufactured thing. Oh, rah rah rah, nine eleven jingoism, all that kind of stuff. It feels like a genuine part of the game, a genuine part of the city. Um, and it's a good thing the division has all that style because there's nothing else I think that would separate it too much from any other action RPG at this point, not without the Dark Zone. Oh yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the mayor in Spin City. He was the deputy mayor. Yeah, and it was that <laughs> it was that other guy who was the mayor. Oh yeah, yeah John Barry Bostwick. No, it's not John Lithwow. <laughs> yeah, it's Barry Bostwick, and he's so, so like he's so quirky. I got a question. Yeah. Michael. Uh. Is Spin City the last television show you've watched? <laughs> oh, I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> it's too recent for me. Yeah, I read about it in Reader's Digest. It's the last TV <laughs> show Michael watched was The Honeymooners. <laughs> I was going to say Mash. He was always beating his wife. He liked the Michael, odd, do you like Mash? The Odd Couple. Oh, yeah, Mash is great. Mash is That's great. That's realistic, <laughs> Michael doesn't actually own a TV except for the Xbox that he never uses. Hey, now. Right, I, I watch the TV at the barbershop. He hooks up the rabbit ears sometimes and turns it to whatever the fuzziest channel is in hopes of seeing a pornography. <laughs> <laughs> one time, man, I saw a pornography. One, one time, he saw a pornography. It's true. It might have been a boob or it might have been a cone of ice cream. I don't know, but I was aroused. I just thought it was a blown out anus, but yeah, that's, that's even better. Oh, wait, The Odd Couple's back, but with Matthew Perry. I didn't know that. That's, none of those are right, I don't think. That's totally right, Jared. That's not it. No, I don't think that's it. No, that's it. I'm going to name. I'm going to name all the television shows Michael has watched. Okay. Matlock. Columbo. From time to time. What about Kojak? Yeah. Murder, she wrote. Oh, yeah, obviously. Dr. Quinn Angela Lansbury. Yeah, that's a little too new. Downton for... Abbey. Yeah, Downton Abbey. I it think that's yes. <laughs> um, I give them $5 oh every year during the season. Little House on the Prairie. Mm, a little too close to home. Yeah, he's already got a little house on the prairie. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need to watch that shit. Beverly Hillbillies. Show about it. <laughs> The Beverly Hills News Hour with Jim Lear. Bewitched. <laughs> Airwolf. Oh yeah, Airwolf's badass. Teen Wolf. I wish Alf. I was. You know, this is a this is a weird memory to have. But back back when we used to use RPG Maker all the time, um, <laughs> the the first MIDI that I had in my music library was was the Airwolf theme. I don't even remember what I used it for. Um, Something but, great, I'm sure. But I've heard that theme like a million times in MIDI form. 
and it's pretty great. I mean, I know I used it in in Dream Team, whatever BMX bicycle. Oh yeah, it's in that game. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> All right, so I didn't want to interrupt, but you guys, June eighteenth, Vivint Smart Home Arena. Salt and pepper. All years. Salt and pepper. <laughs> Coming to Salt Lake City. <laughs> Sounds like a day for you guys. I'll go if you go. Yeah, I'm not going. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're going. Actually, let's let's see what a ticket costs. Let's, these yeah, days. Well, this is how it starts. Have a have a have an evening of Matlock and salt and pepper. What a man! What a and, man! Uh, what a man! Man, man, Yeah. God, lower bowl starts at thirty-five dollars. Oh, that's easy. Christ, that's easy peasy. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Scheduled to perform: salt and pepper, vanilla ice, Coolio, oh. Tone Loke, Rob <sighs> Bass, what? Young MC, what? <laughs> Color Me Bad, The Jets, and Candyman. Okay. How much would you pay for that ticket? All right, thirty-five 30... bucks. Man, now. Now you're thinking about it, aren't you? I mean, yeah. we're gonna get. <laughs> I can see, I can see Michael isn't a skeptical anymore. Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke? Come on. And Coolio. Come on, bitch. Coolio, man. We go into that. When Coolio's is it? Coolio's still cool. Huh? June 18th. All right, there you go. Next to Spiralize, man. There you go. So if you hate us and you want to try and find a way to blow us up, you're going to have to, you'll know where we'll be on June 18th. Let's Kickstarter that for our tickets. Let's Kickstarter our tickets. Kill the enemy slime people. <laughs> It's a fan event. I need to get tore tore up before I went to that. <laughs> Ooh, me too. That worked out really well last time. Oh, here's a review of their concert. Salt and Peppa sucked. Terrible. <laughs> Only lasted an hour. I would have been happier listening to their CD in my car. I'll never pay to watch them again. Look, they're old. They can't push it as well as they used to. <laughs> yeah. They can push it real good. Da, da, is that Salt and Pepper? Yeah. yeah. Is it? They yeah. can push their hip out of socket real easy, though. <laughs> Vanilla Ice ruined the evening. Long delay before he began to sing his new rap music. Guess no one told him the name of the event was Old School. He was booed by the audience and didn't seem to care. Uh, by the time he finally... Of course finally, he doesn't care. He's Vanilla Ice. It's been the joke for 30 years. By the time he finally sang his two songs that brought him fame, people had given up and were walking out. <laughs> he has two songs that brought him fame. I only remember one. What, yeah, what is the other one? Uh, that, uh, uh, oh, the Ninja Turtle, the Ninja Turtle rap. Can't touch yeah. this? No, Ninja Rap. Dun, 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 dun. Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Rap. Yeah, that's the one. Go, 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 go. Everyone. You suppose Bakhti Brown will be there? I mean, God, it seems like everybody's there. And most of the oh, reviews are pretty positive. They're all from... Every- they're all from Florida, so they're probably not reliable anyway. <laughs> yeah, Inclusive rap star Foxy Brown praises Donald Trump. I was not so even at the going. concert. Five out of five. Ah, the two live crew. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> hey, is Chris Cross still alive? Uh, if he is, do you think he wears his pants the right direction now? He goes by Mr. Cross now. I is thought he... it was two of them. Uh, what is, what, uh, yeah. who, who's saying the, who's saying the Humpty Hump? Oh, man. Humphrey T. Hump. Oh, Digital Underground. The hell's that? Okay, I'm I'm off here. All right, well, I think I think that that probably brings us to a good stopping point for the Enemy Slime podcast. We don't know what this podcast was about, guys. Sorry. This was a little, this was a little meandering. We'll, we, we've got some games we're putting on the schedule. We'll come back and, and hit you real hard next week with some... With some... We had a pretty strong start talking about video games. Yeah, we Incidentally, did... only half of Criss Cross is still alive. Oh, the other half died? <laughs> Chris Mac Daddy Kelly is dead. How did he die? Oh, do you, do you think he peed in his pants and then it was like really cold and he got pneumonia or something? Let's, let's have a let's have a moment of silence for Chris Cross. Should we? Chris, no. Well, which yes. one was he? Was he Chris or was he Cross? I assume he was Chris because his name was Chris. Uh, they are actually both Chris. It looks like. What? They should have been called Chris. Chris. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, it looks, it looks like he died of a drug overdose. Oh, cool. So at least he was happy when it happened. <laughs> God bless you, Chris Cross. Oh, my God. God bless you, Chris Chris. All right, cool. Oh, that was the worst podcast ever. Well, if you enjoyed the worst podcast that we ever made, uh, you should go subscribe so that you can look at more. So go find us on iTunes. Give us a subscription there. I promise the other ones are good. 
go go rate our podcast. Give us five out of five stars. That would be the ideal situation. So get that done. Return your IGN. Go check out our website, enemyslime.com. We'll have lots of good stuff coming up for you. We recorded some videos this last weekend, so there's going to be uh, tons of good stuff coming up. Uh, and uh, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. If you want to reach out to us and email us and tell us how bad this was, just write to contact at enemyslime.com. And Remember to insult my grandmother. I think, yeah, make sure you say something about Lucio's grandmother. Rest in peace. No, she's 12. One of them is that. The other one is right. Oh, good job. Yay, Grandma. The, the, <laughs> for, yeah. All right. <laughs> You think uh, you think anyone from House of Pain is still alive? I don't know. Uh, Everclear is still alive. I think. Well, and that's a great reason for us to be out. <laughs> I gotta go listen to all my old Everclear albums. <laughs>